My name's Scott Weatherly, and welcome to 20th Century Geek. We're back for part two of our Halloween movie review, um, and I'm joined by a good friend, Mike Kennedy, he's come back, um, and we're going to have the second of our choices. So welcome, Mike. Thank you. I've come out of the closet to join you one more time. Yeah, we've let the, we've let you out. Let ha- out. Yeah. For Halloween, they're letting you out one more time. I know it's kind of strange, isn't it? But it's it's kind of if you think about it, is it is it is it two or three technically? Yes, or is it two of two? Well, we are going to do it. I th- I see this as the reviews, but we've sort of. I think there's going to be two of. Th- I think it's going to be two of three now. Yeah, I it's, think like a, it's like a trilogy. It is a trilogy of terror. It's a trilogy of terror. Um, last time we discussed two, I would say horror classics. Mm. Uh, the uh, the original Evil Dead. Yep. And uh, the original uh, Poltergeist. And you did a poll, didn't you? I did. I, I actually did a poll How on Twitter. Evil Dead hammered it. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, really? yeah. Did you pick Evil Dead? I picked Poltergeist. Oh, did you really? I, I, oh my gosh! However, I will no say no way. No, right? I, I, You're going to win this poll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, uh, I don't think anyone will have heard mm-hmm. of, of your second choice, but I will say, when I looked into this, the sort of the people that were voting, yeah, Evil Dead. I stand by Poltergeist. I always will stand by. Yeah, but, yeah. But Evil Dead is more than a film. Evil Dead is a fandom. Okay, yeah. You know, there's so many people. Like Ash is such an icon. It's a cult. He's a cult. It's a cult. Yeah. So I can't. I won't dispute that. Yeah. Uh, that, 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 you know, everyone who loved it basically came out and voted. So fair play. You don't get the same kind of cool vibe from Heather O'Rourke, do you? You really? No. <laughs> she, really. She, and she's no. done a lot recently. This, yeah, Craig T. Nelson never really sort of not really, got no. the same vibe as Bruce Campbell. No, he's not. He's not. He's not shabby chic enough. No. You know what I mean? Um. So, this week mm. we're going to cover two more no, just, 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 heavyweights. Let's, let's just do one. Yeah. Let's just do. We're going to start. Let's, with just do the, your, let's, let's do the one I picked, which was which was um, the Freddy one. Yeah. Well, and let's then start you with that god awful alien one. Didn't let's you, right? let's start with the choices. Uh, I'm, right. I'm bringing a Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three, Dream Warriors. Yeah. And Mike chose. Well, can I just. You, you you said to me, I said I can't choose anything. You said, look, there's a really cool film called Alien no. Two, and I said, I said, listen, you cannot, Scott, you... Scott, are you sure that you want this film? And he went, yeah, I'm really sure. So so yeah, I, I, I chose, I I chose say, nothing. You can't defend, you can't spread the blame for this. However, yeah, I'm not going to completely crap on your choice. There are some things to to be said for it. Oh, it's, it's, it's glorious it's called, in but different ways. It's called Alien. In fact, I'm going to check. It's called Alien. Uh, Sula Terra, uh, released from in 1980, and it's an, in a t- an unofficial Italian sequel to Ridley Scott's Alien. We'll get on to that a little yeah. later. Um, yeah. We're going to start mm. with A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3. Good choice. Standing in the night, no, forever. 
Okay, so Freddy 3. I'm going to actually start that sort of. I'll give a bit of a background on where this came for me. It's sweet. Go on. Um, I, I I saw when I was very young. I watched the, the, all the the Nightmare on Elm Street films in order. So if the first one I saw was the original, um, and it terrified me. I think I saw it again. That I said, look, Poltergeist opened things up for me, mm. and it was then that I started to sort of like you know uh, branch out and look at other things. And I, I was aware of Freddy Krueger, much like you're aware of Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees or any of those. Jimmy Savile. Yeah, those predators. Yeah. Um, but I, I had, didn't really have a concept of what it is. I knew the image, I knew the, 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 you know, what it looked like. So how old was you when you... I'd be about 11 or 12 when I first well, saw this. I was quite young to oh, see Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and it proper sort of scared me. Yeah, um, no, the, you the, would be, yeah. The, the concept of Freddy... Really got under my skin this idea. Of, I mean, I didn't have sleep nights, but it, it you know it gave me nightmares and stuff. Mm. Um, but it, he's such a a charismatic villain for me. I think there's there's you know you get within the slasher genre you get the two. There are always like these two sort of pots for me. There's, you get the stereotypical, the, re- the relentless. Yeah, you get the relentless silent killer, mm-hmm. and then you get, I would say, the punchy one-liner. Kind of villain, you know. Mm. In the one part, you've got your silent zombies, uh, Jason Voorhees, and you know Mike uh, Myers. Mike Myers. Uh, those in that, and then you get like Freddy, Chucky, you know, and those ones that sort of sit. And you know, they're the proper slasher villains. I think I, they more to me they're creative killers. Yes, they yeah, are. Yeah. They're, they're the creative. Yeah. And these are the blatant sort of like relentless, relentless slashers. You know, yeah. not slasher films, but slasher killers. You know, sort of yeah. like just I'm just going to kill you now, sort yeah. of thing. You know, without any sort of like creative thinking. Whereas no, I think I agree. I think that that the reason I move towards these is because there is more of a creativity and there's more fun, which sounds a bit weird when you say it from a slasher yeah. point of view. Well, but you're going to die. You want to die in a fun way, don't you? Really? Yeah. I mean, you know. Well, the thing is, that the first film, the first Nightmare on Elm Street film, it's about it. It's about the kids. You want you were following Nancy, and yeah. you know you want her to survive, and also the sort of Johnny Depp, you know, getting killed and all that. Freddy is the villain. Hmm. But the problem with all of these is, if you kill everybody off, film after film, after film, the only consistent becomes the baddie or the villain, like you know the Freddy, the Chucky, whatever. So all of a sudden, it's, they take a turn to becoming less sort of antagonist and almost more the protagonist. Hmm. Like you are following their story. You, it becomes less about how do they beat Freddy as opposed to how is Freddy going to kill these people in creative ways. Do you mean from the sequels going on or going yeah. forward? I mean, yeah, from yeah, the first yeah. film. From the, the first film. First film, you want, is about, you, you, about, you're rooting for the young ones. Yeah, you know? and then all of a sudden, the second one, less talked about the better, really. Yeah. I think it's not a bad film, I suppose, but it's, I wouldn't, let's not talk about it. It's, but the it's, third like, it's film, like a blue eye a blue eye heel to use wrestling. Yes, terms, he is. He, you know? he is. And the third film is where that happens. I can, mm. In fact, I can pin, and others have heard, I've heard this a lot, There is, there is, I can pinpoint the exact moment in this film, when Freddy becomes the icon, he becomes. Okay, I'm interested. Um, but let's just sort of get the concept of the film first. Let's just go. Okay, so, cool. okay. so the third film it acknowledges the first film, doesn't really acknowledge the second film. But the idea is that Freddy, although beaten by Nancy in the first film, is still out there and is still hunting the Elm Street children. But he, he's not, though. You see, he's not beaten by Nancy in the first film. She film. refuses to acknowledge him, doesn't she? That's how she beats yeah, him. She well, turns she her back does. on you're, him. You're nothing. Yeah, to you me. Know, like, 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 um, 
much like a, a bad relationship kind of thing. Yeah, you know? it and is. That's, that's what it is. It's it, kind of like, you're nothing to me anymore. You mean nothing. And he goes, oh, you got me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. And I thought it was a bit of a crap end into a film. You know, a really crap end into a film. Yeah. Uh, it was a great film right up until the end. I didn't like the end of it. No, the last like, five minutes is, I will acknowledge, is, re- is, is pretty weak. Even Wes Craven will acknowledge it's yeah, weak. And, and then, Bob Shea will And then at the end, remember, they come out and they and she her mother gets dragged through the window. Yes, the terrible and, doll. Yeah, through the door. Through yeah, the door, through, the, the small the, door. Yeah. You know, the, small, the, 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 the thing is about 10 inches, if that, you know, in... in 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 diameter and, mm. and this this is a six foot woman who is probably about yeah it's you know, it's, it's, it's a very silly ending not and they, get through it and to be fair they so he survives that. so Freddie is is still out and about and when this film starts you meet all these kids that are still being plagued by Freddie and he is killing mm. them off you hear in the background and three different things uh, news reports that like another teen has been found dead or another you know another yeah. suicide so he is he's not it's not that he's sort of um, just toying with them he is actually killing people off off screen but what we get here is a group of survivors I suppose almost like the last of the Elm Street children all brought together in uh, the mental institution Mm. Um, all suffering from sleep disorders and all that kind of stuff it's a perfect scenario for me it's you know when uh, when you watch other the slasher films there's always these cliches of just run you know, mm. if you get away from, if you're trying to get away from Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees Runs or even Chucky, just run, run like hell, get in the car mm. and drive because do you know what, you're gonna get away that way. Get out the house and go, but you can't get out if you're run lo- into the forest. That's yeah, a good idea. yeah, that's it. Run into the forest. Run into the forest. He'll never find you in there. But if you are tr- follow if the you, trees, if you, they'll tell you the way. If you're locked into a into an institution. Mm. Well, there is no escape, and the thing with Freddy as well is, is he, he's, but, not, he's not a physical protagonist. He gets you in his in your dreams. But there's so. a slight flaw to the film. There is that all of the, they are the last of the Elm Street children, and all coincidentally have all been stuck in the nut house. And yes. you kind of think that should tell you something, folks. You know. Well, this is the, one of the questions I, I do have about this thing is because you the only the only one whose parents you actually get to meet is the entry character, which is Pat- uh, Patricia Arquette. Uh, Kristen, Kristen, Kristen. Kristen. Yeah. Um, you meet her mum, mm. and her mum is an utter bitch. Yeah, she's. I mean, like she's sort of like you know, I've got a man here who's going to give me a rotsy into so get to bed. I mean, you know, she's not from EastEnders, but, but she was. She was a bit of a milf in her day because uh, if you look at her in other films, yeah, she's she's, she's quite, quite hot. hot. You know, oh, but yeah, then, when she gets to Elm Street three, she's been dragged through the, the dragged around the yard yeah. a few times. But I feel know. that she is. She is equivalent to Nancy's mother from. The first film. Yeah, yeah. I, I've always assumed in watching this, and I, 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 you know, I'm happy to be corrected, but I've almost assumed that Kristen's mum has was involved. Right, the, if she, in if she was, yeah, she was involved in, in the killing Freddy. of Freddie yeah, as no, well. Absolutely, yeah. She's, so I almost Kristen feel like Kristen is an Elm Street child. So there's she a, must a, yeah, well, there's a generation, mm. and you know, you when you finally see Nancy's father again in this, as a broken man, you know, John Saxon. Yeah. In the first film, he's a standout Le- cop. Legend. Yeah, he's fantastic in this, and I just think he's a great looking sort of like character actor of that sort of like. He's got a real like um, good look to me. Sort of he's, like he's, he always plays authority always figures, cop- coppers, yeah, doesn't proper he? authority figures. Um, but in the first film, he's like you know, as Lieutenant Thompson, he's he is the authority figure. Like, yeah, this yeah. Is, he knows what's happened, but he hasn't broken under the guilt of what's happened. He's the one, like, you know, his wife did. She She's become an alcoholic and a bit of a lush. She broke under that guilt. 
And I sort of feel it in this point, by the time you get to this point, it's broken him. You see him later on in the film. It's broken him. And I feel it's broken Kristen's mum as well. And her way out is, like, she's clearly a single mother, so her way out is to go out and party and bring home men Bring home strange drink. men. It's like, it's like a butcher's counter, isn't it? Ticket number four, please. It, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Ticket and number five. I, I almost feel like, whilst we focus on all the children, yeah. there's, all, there's clearly a story with how the, the parents are coping with this. Like they killed someone, they burnt him to death and hid his body. Do so you think there's like a, like a psychological? It's affected him in a psychological. This is a serious podcast. This yeah, last, it is. Last week we were having great fun. Today we are into psychological well, trauma well, and well, damage. Don't, don't, I'm doing this because later on we talk about Alien Two. We'll get away from all that. But <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm saying though. I think the reason some of the kids are so messed up is mm. because of the damage that they are inadvertently passing on. Yeah. Um, and it's weird because. The, the the bad doctor, Dr. Sims, he's not really a bad doctor, but the female doctor is a bit like, you know, it's all about repression and oh, drugs the, the, and rock the, the, and roll. The, the, and, um, like the um, nurse ratchet kind of character. Yeah, the one flew over the cuckoo's night. Nest kind kind of kind of one. Character, yeah. But she's not completely wrong because she talks about oh, all these bad dreams and everything. It's, it's, it's a, they're a, um, a symptom of your guilt. Well, actually, they're not a symptom of the kid's guilt. They're a symptom of their parents' guilt. They're a symptom of the parents' guilt. So this is about, you know, paying for the sins of the father or the parent sort of thing, mm. um, which I actually quite find is a really interesting through line of these films. It drops off in, like, four and five when it just becomes about the silliness yeah, of the killing. Yeah, kill people. But the first couple of films, the first, sorry, the first film and the third film, are really about are really about you having to pay for the sins of the father, and Freddy personifies that. Um, and I, I just feel that Kristen's mother does... That's what she is. The one thing I find more interesting, though, is um, the house that, that Kristen is building at the beginning of the... Oh, yeah, the yeah. Paper Magic. Listen to, Doc, to Dokken, by the way. The, uh, you know, uh, Dream Warriors. Oh, yeah, song. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love yeah, that yeah. song. I've got that. I've downloaded that song. Um, it's also, apparently, it's the first time like rock and heavy metal music was, was created for... was written specifically for a horror film. So, oh, trend okay. started there. Good old Dokken. Massive hair. Like huge proper like uh, glam rock uh, band, well worth a visit. Um, and after that, he never worked again. Yeah, not, not because he was rich, just yeah. because he yeah. never worked again. Yeah. Um, but the house, I've always been a little confused by this. But the house that she's building, I was a bit like, so is that Freddy's house? It's an Evil Dead house, isn't it? Have you noticed it's, that? It is. It's a kind of like it's a small house that when you go into becomes massive, mm. huge. It's the dream house, isn't it? It's yeah. that dream house. But it's not Freddy's house. It's not that, where he dies. It's Nancy's house. It's Nancy's house. So why are they all being haunted by Nancy's house? Yeah. Well, I it wasn't until watching it this time that something sort of triggered with me. Mm. Um, because you see it in the second one, and you see it in the in the third one, and it doesn't. I don't think, I don't think it crops up again. But it, it's quite a prominent thing when Kristen has her dreams. She goes to the house, which is clearly Nancy's old house on Elm Street. Mm. And, you know, you see all the bodies hanging, which were Freddy's all previous victims, and she carries that weird doll child thing. But when Nancy comes back, and Kristen pulls Nancy into her dream, and you get Snake Freddy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when I he like s- Snake Freddy. So it's a very good effect. Very good, it's yeah. really creepy. Uh, but when he sees Nancy, he is pissed. He's like, you! He's like really annoyed. She's like she's the one that got away. Is is it? Mm. And I was wondering, like, is that why he's so fixated on her because she's the one that got away, which is why he's punishing other people in that house. But then there's an issue with the the fact that she's the one that got away because you remember at the end of Elm Street, 
She gets trapped in the car. All her friends have come back to life. Yes. She gets trapped in the car. The hood comes, the hood comes down, which is striped with red and uh, green. green. Yeah. And then her mother gets pulled through that door. Yeah. You know, like she's been on Slim Fast for like... Yeah, forever. Forever. So, and that's the end of the film. She goes off. She's trapped in the car. But then, if if that happened, how did she get out of the car? And secondly, what happens to the rest of the people if these are the last of the well, Elm Street children? I've actually... I, I've taken that as... And I, I, it's weird because it's sort of like the way it happens is um, she turns her back on, she turns her back on Freddy, doesn't she? Mm. And then she says, um, "Yeah, you're you're meaningless." And she goes through the door, and then she goes through the door, and it's daytime. I mean, it's clearly like a tacked on ending. It's supposed to be tacked. On, it is. Yeah, yeah. I've almost taken it as Freddy's coming to the real world. She's beaten Freddy. That last section is a dream. So I'm not sure how the transition works. I, I, I can't quite get in my head. So there's no ending to Elm Street. Well, no, exactly. But so we don't know what happens to Nancy after mm. she turns her back on Freddy. We do not know what happens. So that is somebody's dream. I would almost suggest it might be her mother's. No, because mother's dead. So I don't know. It yeah. doesn't work. Her mother was sort it of makes, like burnt on, was set on fire, and then disappeared yeah, into her bed, didn't she? Yeah, but it works yeah. when you realise that Wes Craven didn't want this to be a franchise. Mm. He wanted it to be a single standalone film and uh, when went through discussions of how to end it, that was what they came up with to sort of like, you know, a compromise. But it wasn't the new line that uh, decided that it was going to be a franchise because he, he they wouldn't sign it unless he signed... Yeah. Uh, four, I think Ro- it was three, three Robert sequels. England, I think, had, put, had signed on for like multiple films and stuff yeah. and that sort of thing and... It was but then when it, when it, really. Yeah, but then when he when when it was successful, he came back asking for more money, and they were they actually they actually auditioned other people, and um, through, after Elm Street one, after Elm Street one, they auditioned other people to play Freddy Krueger. No way! Yeah, I seriously. never knew this. Yeah, okay. But basically, Bob Shea was under the assumption. Well, it's someone under a rubber mask, you know, a lot of makeup. You couldn't tell who it who it is. Could. Um, not realizing actually, it's it's Robert England's Robert performance England makes that, it, that makes yeah. it, um, and it was actually. You know, they they realised that really when they saw these other people, and they brought Robert England back, and they obviously did, did Nightmare two and three and four and five. And six. Um, but re- I think yeah, so it doesn't quite fit. But Nancy obviously comes back. She's now become this. She's got a doctorate, or she's looked, you know, learned to get a doctorate in this sleep thing, um, and she's been able to stop her dreams. Mm. So for me, I think like Freddie has been trying to search for it. Freddie's been sort of like oh killing off these kids but he's almost there's a special she's got a special place in his heart sort of thing mm. she, he wants to mess her up <laughs> <laughs> slight hesitation yeah I, I didn't want to go there yeah um, the other thing actually talking about the dream to that first dream I, I recently watched and I, I bought and watched uh, and I'll, I'll actually so this, this is to Batman vs Superman extended edition super extended super extended no, um, actually it was it was four hours long this oh what, what, no, no, what I watched what I watched the other day was four hours long right and it's it's called Never Sleep Again: The Elm Street Legacy. No, I've got that. Yeah, yeah. Never Sleep Again one and two. Yeah, I haven't seen two yet. I've just watched the first one. But as a documentary, it's fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Sort of like look behind the scene. I can't recommend it enough. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the thing I learned is that doll she carries. Oh, number three. Th- in three, when Tristan's running through, and that little girl sort of like she's, um, let go. Yeah, um, and you look down, and it's a it's a skeleton. That's it, and it clearly yeah, looks yeah. like a doll. The alternative that they they actually spent a lot of money on they show in the in the documentary mm. is awesome. It looks like a, they they said um, the the guide was um, a child 
of a, of a uh, concentration camp. Mm. Consider that as a, as a model sort of thing. And they did this thing that was animatronic, so it moved and it looked horrific. And it was so horrific that they said, we can't put that on screen. It's too scary. And oh, in a Freddy okay. film, that's pretty... They show it in, in the documentary, and it's really good. And then they basically just threw the skeleton thing together. See, I've, the I've not watched girl. them yet. I've got them, but I've never watched them. Seriously, worth watching. Absolutely I'll excellent. I'll have to do that. Um, so I just found that fascinating. That, that you know There was even a line that these films couldn't cross, despite mm. the fact it's about a child rapist murderer that kills people in their yeah, dreams. That's basically what, basically what, what he is. is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Should I tell you when I was when I when yeah go on let's sorry let's find out where you've sort of well, watched the, it, it. It's a bit of a strange one because Freddy Krueger was my pinup um, idol when I was young. Your icon sort of character. Yeah, totally. I had this huge. I remember going to Woolworths and buying a huge poster of Freddy, and he was him doing like the glove thing, yeah. in front of his face, and it was on my my bedroom door. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. I and had my, something similar actually. My right. brother was sick on it uh, nice. one night, and that was the end of that poster. But it was brilliant, and I remember distinctively when this film came out, Elm Street Three, because I just got into Freddy, mm. and I knew. That well, this was the Freddy boom. This really was. Oh yeah, this this. To be honest with you, I just got into Freddy, and uh, I saw a standee in the window of him in a long grey coat. Yeah, that, yeah, uh, yeah. And the smoke, and him doing this mm. in front of his face. And, uh, and I thought, wow, that looks brilliant, mm. you know. And I saw the first one, and I saw the second one. Didn't didn't really enjoy the second one as much as I enjoyed the first one. I think the second one lacked direction. It was yeah. just like, oh, we need to make a second one really quick. It feels yeah, rushed. Yeah, it feels really, really rushed. Yeah. And Jesse is not just it's just not likable, basically. No, you know, he's... there's a whole sort of like um, you know they've they've carried a theme throughout it of like you know sexuality and all this, yeah, and yeah, like, you yeah. know, and, and, and maturity and stuff, which is ruined by the fact that the main character's a bit of a dick, and yeah, it, it yeah, just yeah. irritates me. Yeah, I agree. but Je- Jesse, you know, you just want him to die. Yeah, like, just kill him. Just yeah. kill him. But um, the the so I remember it coming out and um, and he was coming out on video and. I remember watching it at uh, um, uh, a close friend's house in Merthyr Tidville and just falling in love with mm. Elm Street 3. I mean, totally falling in love. It was just so... Such a, a leap from the first film in a completely different direction mm. because we, we were no longer terrified because of this. We were entertained now. Yes, and that I was totally agree. It was great. It was moments where you had to look away, but you were entertained. And uh, and I even then after watching Elm Street three and this is this is a little bit bad. There was <laughs> I I actually made my own Freddy glove <laughs> using copper pipe and <laughs> kitchen knives, and I wore it on a first date with a, a girl called Caroline Ford, and uh, took it to Toynagarrick Park in South and, Wales. And you you weren't put you didn't spend time inside of any of this. <laughs> No, but we went on a we went on a rocking on a rocking horse in the park, yeah. and I had it here, and she leaned back, and I cut all my chest. <laughs> so, Why? Yeah. Why? It, yeah, it was. It, so I was I was a little bit obsessed with mm. Freddy Krueger growing up. So when you picked this film, it was like, wow. But I say you're not lonely. He is such an icon. I mean, you're so, right. I, yeah. I had uh, when I got back from uh, uni. I had actually before university. I had for a long, long time. I had a big. Cutout, a big standy cutout, Freddy yeah, yeah. Krueger in my room for a long, long time, and he is just an icon of horror. He mm. is, but like you say, it's not. You're not. As I grew up, 
I became you're not scared of Freddy like you say I was from the first film but you're not scared of Freddy you are entertained by Freddy yeah, totally. I totally agree that he beca- he, but he's he an has anti, to he's an anti-hero yeah pretty much I yeah. mean like you know he, he, the films provide him with fodder to kill and it's about the creativity whereas Jason you don't get that with Jason you see I, I, I like the Friday 13 films don't get me wrong mm. but you don't get that feeling with Jason you, no you, know, you, you do get that feeling with Jason like I'll just kill them and if someone has sex, you know yeah. they're going to die, and you know all that sort of like. There's thing. little but, bits of like, but there's no compassion with you. Don't you don't feel, you don't feel drawn. You don't feel loyal to Jason. Yeah, no, you I just agree. Want to see Jason killed in some way, I but with Freddie, you rooting him on. You're well, going, there's a difference between when he, when you look at people when you look at the both Jason and and Mike, Michael Myers are cold. Yes, they're a blank slate, mm. um, so you can't. But from the get go. From the first film, yeah, Freddy, Freddy, Freddy's got gumption. Isn't he, yeah, he, he takes glee in what he does. Yeah, I mean, going back to the first film, the bit where he's in the garden and he sort of says, um, you know, he cuts his fingers off, as a, t- t- and then you know, he says, "Blah, I keep ticking," and he shows, and then they, they pop back and stuff, and that, and he you know, stretches his arms and he does all these yeah, other things. Yeah. He takes, he enjoys a, it. He takes yeah. absolute glee in this revenge that he is taking. Yeah, oh yeah, he's a nasty pasty. He really he? is, and that's the thing I forget is that. At the core of this, Freddy Krueger is is a vile, terrifying character. Mm. However, he has got one hell of a sense of humour. Oh, totally, yeah. And I think that's what when you when you look at um, to go back to the remakes from many weeks ago, but looking look at the remake, I think Jackie Earl Haley was a great pick for Freddy. I think he, he makes a great Freddy Krueger. Mm. I think, but the humour <laughs> is missing. And that's what I love he, about Robert England. Yeah, he's no Robert England. No, Robert England is, yeah. is fantastic, and it's very it's it, it's Robert England that makes this film, and actually is he is the one that turned this character. So well, you consider you consider well you consider Elm Street three, and you consider some of the some of the shots when you watch it. Right, watch it back again after this podcast. I'm right? sure I will. And and look at some of the ridiculous things that he has to do as an actor, like running around in a circle and fighting with electric that isn't there. You know. <laughs> and, and yeah. Yeah. And you know, s- s- trying to swatting, things, swatting away. things away, and it's just like it's ridiculous. But he does it so well, yes. even though the things with that real are passion, yeah, totally. It's great. Well, I think the thing, you know, if you go through some of the, the the good thing about this is this this film, like I said before, I can define the point where this this series takes a turn. Yeah, is you know, in the first film and the second film, he is he is he is a proper killer, and he is he is the baddie. And at the beginning of this film, I would say, he's also the baddie. You, the first time you see uh, Freddy, you know, as the snake, it's, it's, that's the first time he started to morph into things. Well, there's a bit at the beginning, though, which... Oh, yeah, so first, yeah I totally agree. But, mm. but there's a bit at the beginning which, which I think is one of the best camera shots I've seen in a film. Mm. And um, it's a camera shot when, when Kristen is looking into the mirror and uh, the taps grab her. Yes, and the Turner, and then he just appears. Which I suppose that's mirror. actually the first time he morphs into something else. Then. Yeah, yeah, and that's just like wow, because that's like, that's a kind of like plume de flume yeah. moment, you know? It's yeah. like wow, what the hell? It's that, that's when you know you can't escape. Like he is, he twists you up. That's what the point. That's the point of the film when you know this is gonna be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, that is a. This is the, what? setting the standard of things to come forward. I don't think in this film I would think all all the killings, all the deaths that happen are actually they're all pretty good. I think there's only one that I think is a bit naff, which comes towards the end. The wizard master. The wizard master. Yeah. Who's probably got the weakest death. 
which is yeah. unfortunate. All the others have got some cracking ones. Because um, you do, you meet him, and then you know the first one you get is Philip, the you know who makes the models. Yeah, and yeah, he, and, and you veins. get yeah, and you get the sort of the marionette Freddy cuts himself mm. down. And you get the little stop motion. He grow and he grows, and it, it ju- it's just so good. But he hasn't. Freddy has not said anything up until this point. Mm. So he's still silent. I mean, he still laughs. You know, you hear him laughing and stuff. But he doesn't say anything. He's a silent killer. And then uh, you know he gets Philip up to the tower, and you see him like cut the strings, and Philip takes the fall. And still nothing. Like the guy yeah, says I, I, nothing. Know, I didn't notice that, but you're absolutely right. Yeah, he says nothing at all. Nothing. It's not until the next killing when all of a sudden you're like, oh, is that Jennifer? Jennifer. Yeah. And you get Zsa Zsa Gabor. This is it, Jennifer. T- you yeah. big break on TV. Yeah. yeah. Prime. Prime bitch. That was ad libbed. So he had, the rest of it's all fun, but then like that. Yeah. Welcome to prime time, bitch. Is complete Robert England. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, Freddie does jokes. Yeah, <laughs> and like, you know, and you're obviously can I just say the thing he is the thing. Arnold Schwarzenegger of horror, of horror, totally. totally yeah. yeah, you know, well, like I'm, he did in Commando, stick around, yeah, you know, and stuff. It's just the, like, I mean, the, thing, the things I would say is about this: the one flaw I'm going to throw some, some. There are some flaws. You can't just praise this film to the high heavens. Oh, oh no, I, don't you don't be wrong. I chose it for a reason because I, I should love it. However, if you were working in the hospital, yeah, okay, young Larry Fishburne. Uh, yes, a very yeah, young yeah. Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne. That doesn't yeah. look any different than he does now, except for he's thinner. Yeah, seriously. Like, just, the man looks, looks great like, either he, or. He just hasn't aged, yeah. does he? You know, he's just um, the same. But Philip, when he dies, walks through a lo- clearly locked, locked and bolted door. door. Yes, All totally. Right? Yeah, so no one seems to worry about that. Well, how the hell did he get out? And then Jennifer has her head... Yeah, the receptionist... Should be sad. Oh, she needs a... Just yeah. terrible. Seriously, I mean, just walk doesn't past. notice anything. And, like... Although go back to Kincaid, they all know How they've got. How guilty sl- does he feel? He's going to be screwed up for the rest of his <laughs> life. That is that is that have is a, therapy have, yeah, waiting to happen. Have a good stroll, asshole. I'm like, dude, you know he's got problems. We, you, you know you've all got Freddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Doesn't anything. What a bastard. Um, but uh, the second one, Jennifer, when she when it comes back, you know, Freddy picks her up, shoves her head into the TV. How did she get up there? She's about three feet off the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just jumped on the sofa. That's a hell of a jump. So there's a few things in it like that that I'm a bit like, you know, when they're saying it's a a supernatural being, no one's gone, do you know what? Actually, (laughs) some of these could be, it's a bit unusual. Crap, now you can't imagine it. Yeah. Um... But and, and that's when the, you know you find out that it's it's sort of after Jennifer's there's, death. But there's some huge psychological damages here. This is the, the thing you don't understand, isn't it? That's the thing that people don't understand. It's like the receptionist that's got a locked door, and one of her patients yeah. gets out and she doesn't notice. Kincaid, who knows that the, the whole thing with Freddie, yeah, and, and does nothing. Yeah, and and then and then Lawrence, you know. When she says, "Can I stay up for five more minutes?" Yeah, five more minutes. And then five more minutes later, she's, she's dead. dead in the TV. Yeah, that's huge psychological. And, everyone, and, no, and the next day, then everyone acts like normal. Oh, no, well, you know. it's the next day. It's the funeral, and like, no one says anything no. about like, "Well, this is clearly a malpractice yeah. suit." <laughs> How did this happen? You yeah. Know? And, and did you notice? And did you notice that the young girl continued to have cigarette burns on her hands, fresh cigarette burns in a hospital? Yeah. Yeah, someone should be investigating this institution. It should be closed down. It really should. They should uh, have the. Yeah, yeah. It should be looked into. But the, all of these deaths, I think, like I say, going on through all the deaths, there's mm. a real creativity there. And that one from the moment from the moment uh, Jennifer is killed, that's when you start to get the puns. You know, um, Joey. You know, 
when he gets the hot nurse, he's tongue-tied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, uh, T- Terran, when she gets killed later on. Um, what a rush. What a rush. Yeah. And all those kinds of things. It, Joe, it, Freddie is taking so Not much familiar. glee. Yeah. Freddie starts taking real glee, more glee, in yeah, the sense yeah. of like, no, I'm going to have a laugh with all this because I've got all this power. And it's all of a sudden, I think it's the, that is the true realisation of what Freddy Krueger is, is mm. I have got this godlike power and I'm going to play with you for my own entertainment. Yeah. Before, it was just it seemed like just pure revenge and I want the souls and all this other stuff. Now, it's... No, I'm actually... This is fun for me mm. and I'm going to take pure pleasure in doing all this and entertain myself throughout it all. Oh, yeah, and he, he does as well, you know. And, I mean, it's... it's it, it is... It's strange. We sound sounds as if he's a real person, but yeah. when you're watching it, it's what what drew me is is his creativity. Yeah, it's the ways in which he he doesn't kill. He just doesn't pick someone up and stab them necessarily. You know, he does it in a more creative and roundabout kind of way. You know, mm. and it's I think it's great just the way that he comes up with that. And you know, it he is. You're right. He he revels in the fact of this misfortune that he mm. causes other people and things like that. I mean the 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 bit with the um, oh what's is it Taryn? Yeah, Taryn. Yeah. When when he he, he puts if you look close the, the drugs in he puts the drugs in the arm and then Robert England realizes that his needles are a little bit off and he adjusts his fingers yeah, slightly yeah. in the shot and you go oh oh, oh oh there you go there we go just there sorry sorry love <laughs> I mean you know and um, he got um, oh not Kincaid the um, Oh gosh, what was the, the 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 mute? Yeah, Joey gets the the hot nurse. Joey and the hot nurse. Yeah. You know, I've watched that many, many, many times. Yeah, and um, yeah, she is. She's uh, something I, special. So she's 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 an interesting fish, mm-hmm. isn't she? Really, I mm. mean, um, I'm not sure whoever nurses wear nothing under the uniform, but she certainly didn't. It um, was the 80s. Yeah, it was the 80s. Everyone did it. If they weren't now. smacked off their face on cocaine, they were running around braless. How, how many takes mm-hmm. do you reckon that took? I can imagine the director, one more. Yeah, uh, one more. The lighting was off. Yeah, yeah. We'll come back, we'll shoot tomorrow, break yeah. for lunch, come after that. Um, what? The other thing this film provides is I want to ask you, what are your thoughts on the film giving almost like a Freddy origin story? Oh, this yeah, this is where he came from—the backstory. The, yeah, the bastard son of a hundred maniacs. But they say that in the first film. Nancy's mother, when she's explaining to, she, does she give about the locked in and all that kind of? Yeah. Does she in the first film? I think she does. She says she's because she sits by the boiler and she's showing her the. Glove. But she talk no, she talks about all the killing and about the arrest and the court case and what how he got off on a technicality. But they never. Oh, they never touch on. No, oh, no this okay. is the first time that that's that's sort of given. And a, bit you, of, a bit of the backstory. It's a bit of a horrific backstory. It but, is. But the nun survived. Yes. So they don't know if the child survived. Well, when they asked the nun. <laughs> because yeah. the nun survived, so it's like, and she was with child. Yeah. Right? So it's like, there's a little bit, there's a few plot there's holes. A few, yeah, there is a few plot slightly. holes, I agree. But, you but, know, it does, it gives, it gives, it gives him a, a you know, a, a foothold of where he came from. Yeah. But that shot, is. there's a shot in that, um, when it pans across and it is it's like bedlam I mean it's, mm. it's truly like a Victorian the snake pit like literally they just bung them all in a in a pit and they'll you know we'll throw food in they'll survive Yeah. and you pan across all these uh, all these men sort of in their you know torn and just disgusting clothes and then you just see Robert England 
in, in that you know makeup for that wandering through the crowd and stuff and leering. Oh, and in stuff. the later film. No, in this film, in the scene where it goes into because um. Or is it in this film? Is it, I can't remember. No, it is no, in a later no, film. It's no, a later film. film. Sorry, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's in four. When they actually show you, and they show you the the uh, the, uh, the the actual um, it's in four or five. I think it's in five. Is it it's in five. Dream Child. Dream Child. Yeah, yeah. I have to go and watch it because that yeah. scene. There's and I watched it in in because I saw it in Legacy. Uh, this uh, Never Sleep Again. But there's a shot in there, and you see Robert England, who obviously plays his own father, sort of thing. No, Alice. And, no, Alice Cooper plays his own. No, no, no. Alice Cooper oh, plays yeah, his that, adopted that father. father. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, in uh, yeah in that scene, and it, it brought back into me this that yeah. thought of being locked in for a number of days and just repeatedly beaten and raped and stuff. It is, this, it, it's th- your idea of heaven, isn't it? Yes, it's a butlin's weekend, right? <laughs> but this character is horror from horror to horror to horror, and yet but we do, laugh and joke about the things that he does and how sort but, of gleefully he is. But it's horrific at the core of but this. But the problem I've got with that is they're trying to justify his actions. That's what I got from it. It's like, oh bless, you know, it's genetic. Fred, Freddie's doing this because you know, he is he is a son of maniacs, and mm. he didn't even have a love start in his life because we didn't know if he was alive or dead. The mm. baby and stuff. Mm. And it's okay. kind of like it's kind of like it's almost like getting oh, him off poor the hook. baby, and it's like no, I'm sorry, but lots of people have horrific yeah. childhoods that turn out to be perfectly rounded yeah. individuals, you know, except except for the Scottish. But I mean, apart from that, I'll edit that out. Yeah, you can edit, edit the Scottish bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. But anyway, you, carry on. You're, I, the, I, you're the one that keeps saying stuff about the Scottish, <laughs> not me. So I mean, let's move on. Anyway, so yeah, but I agree with what you're saying. I I, I quite like it. But I, I completely understand what you're saying. Yeah, it's it's like it's like a, it's almost like a, a fob off, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's like, there's a reason that he's vile. And yeah, and reason. I kind of go, well, plume to flu. You know, it's it's it. You can't say that. You can't say that the reason he's like this, or, or imply the reason he's like this, is because of all the horrible things. Crap that, that, yeah, yeah. Well, no, that's fair enough. It's like, no, you can't. You it's know? a get out. It is a get out. Okay. But, but then the nun, the nun in the film is quite old. She lives till a quite ripe old age because obviously her ghost is in an old. Form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, so there, there must have been some, some, there must have been some connection, you know, between the Freddy character and her at some point during life. There must have been some social service intervention or something. Well, no, she gave him up as a ch- she gave him up as a baby. That's that. When you, my understanding is, she gets out with with child. She's pregnant. Mm. She's taking it. She, you know, she continues to become a nun, and she, being Catholic, can't have an abortion. So she gives birth to the child and gives a, the, the child is is. Uh, it's a Helen. Is her name Helen? Amanda. Amanda Kruger. Amanda Kruger. Yeah. So, so do you, how how do you lock someone in? How do you do? I, I, I have you know, no idea. Where, where's Amanda? Oh, she must have gone home. Oh, Amanda has been nuns, here for a few days. To be fair, nuns all look the same. <laughs> there she is over there. She's the one in the habit. Oh, yeah, she's sure, right. Yeah, she is. No, 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 no. She's the one in the white. Yeah. So. And also, if they didn't like a vow of silence, they're not sure if nuns do yeah. because they, you know. That's, that must have been hard to keep yeah, yeah. for those couple of yeah, days. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what happened. That's why it happened, you know, is that she couldn't say no. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. We're getting on to dodgy territory again. Just slightly, yeah. Um, Okay, so this is not a PG thirteen podcast no, at the moment, no. is it really? So going back to sort of you know we we've had Freddy's origin, and this actually brings up another plot hole actually. So mm. going to Freddy's Freddy's murder. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you've yeah. just said that in the first film, Nancy's mother goes down to the the basement 
and uh, from the furnace, she pulls out the glove. She unwraps it, and yeah. she's like, "I kept." Tra- I, I took him it. Down yeah, we tracked him down to a boiler house, and we we set him on fire. Set we him killed on fire him. And, killed and him. she's like, "And I took his glove." Right? She says, "I took his, I took his glove," and she shows it, doesn't she? she mm. While she tells the story. Then in this film, they go and find Nancy's father, who's now a security guard. I don't know if you notice that, but he's, he's, he, he was a lieut- police lieutenant in the first film, but obviously mm. if, after everything that's happened, he's now broken down. He's a security guard. He's got security on his arm. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know. I noticed he had a, still had a sheriff badge. Which is the point. Just... So he's still a figure of authority, <coughs> right. but he's now all he is is a security guard. Let him keep his badge. Yeah. Oh, bless. Um, but when they go to find the body mm. to put it in consecrated ground, they find the bones... And the bones has still got the glove. Yes. So, d- did she just take one as a souvenir with yeah. a multiple? But then again, Freddy can morph. But this is in the real world, though. This is the bones and the glove in the real world. The the Harryhausen skeleton that pops up later on. Mm. So I've always wondered that, like, you know, did she have with a multiple? And she just took one as a bit of a sort of like, you know, I know I beat him something. I don't know. It's Well, we see him at the beginning, opening credits to, which I think is one of the best opening credits to a film ever, is the opening credits of Elm Street 1 when he's making the Yes. Game. And you do see problems. multiples then, actually, don't you? Because you, you see, see some with shorter blades yeah, and there's do. like some with like big hooks and things. Okay, so that could explain it. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's fine. But that is also, it opens up a bit of a, um, a thing for me that we've talked about, you know, the, the second one had a real sort of sexuality kind of, you know, theme. This has got a real religious theme. Consecrated ground. That's my problem. You have to put him in consecrated ground. Yeah. In a junkyard. Well, can anyone do it then? Because they get holy water. Yep. No, but no, is that it? Is, no, that, is that all it takes? No. I'll have to Google consecrated ground and find out the regulations. I thought it had to be within the boundaries of a church. Church. Yeah. That's what that was well, my understanding. That's, that's that's totally my understanding. Yeah. You know. So there is that, but there's a whole theme of like. Um, the nun, obviously. So he's born of a Catholic mother. Yeah. Um, he's then uh, they want to put him in consecrated ground, ground to rest the spirit. It's that this opens up that Dracula question for me. You know, because they put the cross on his head and they spray. He's yeah, beaten yeah, yeah, by yeah. The, the holy water and stuff at the end. Yeah, I don't. I didn't get. If I'd... he was Jewish, <laughs> <laughs> or if partway through Freddy's life he was like, Do you know what? Yeah, I'm an atheist, or I'm going to become a Hindu. Yeah. Would he have just stood there and gone like, "Stop spraying me with water"? <laughs> you know, it's, it was a bit of an odd one because he actually put the holy water in a whiskey bottle. Yeah, so, so like... well, I'll give it a kick. But I, I don't know. It just it, it feels. Uh, I've always had a real issue, even as a child, actually, because I'm not religious. You know, mm. partic- I'm not particularly re- religious. I've got no denomination, but I've always had a problem with this, even as a kid. That why does certain artifacts work and not others like why would G, you know why would Dracula be afraid of a cross and all these other things I know there's a backstory but it's about faith <laughs> so were we saying that Freddy Krueger was a, was a, was a Catholic yeah, well possibly because you know the Catholic culture the Catholic dictionary actually defines consecrated ground yeah okay, okay. So can we just it. say also as a Catholic and a child rapist I'm actually I'm not even going to go there <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh it's one of those um, best not to really. Yeah. It says any place or space um, that has been blessed or where some s- sacred object such as a church is built or has stood, but most commonly consecrated ground means a single grave or several graves or a whole cemetery in which faithful Christians are buried. He's so, in a junkyard. So we need you need some f- element of faith, whether that be whether that be a church. 
Yeah, or some is. form of consecration. So just spraying it with holy water doesn't work, basically. No, no wonder he came out for four, is it? Not, a, you know, a, a psychologist or, or, or psychiatrist or whatever he was, sprinkling holy water that may have been blessed or may be just sitting there. He didn't really ask whether it's been blessed. It's in, you know, they bless it during, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's water up until the time it's blessed. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, in a whiskey bottle, onto the bones, and to say the power of Christ compels you, whatever he says. Yeah, yeah. And that's and we're led to believe that's consecrated ground. That's, yeah. that's all good. Well, it beats Freddy. But let's go back a step. But, yeah, okay. let's, go, but let's go back a step to... Uh, Freddy is beaten... Or, well, it, it's suggested that Freddy is beaten twice in okay. this film. So the first time is they've all gone in, uh, Kristen's been drugged up and to be sedated, and they've all gone into dreamland. But I, I, if I came across... Patricia Arquette. You would come across Patricia yeah, Arquette. Yeah, indeed. But um, the thing we haven't really talked about is their dream powers. So they are the dream yeah. warriors and they've got these dream powers. And Kristen's got two. Have you noticed that? She's got two. Kristen's got two. Joey has none. Well, no, Joey can, Joey can shout and talk. So what happens when he starts talking in the real world? Does he get a new power? <laughs> Because they didn't. Or oh, does he then get his dreams up? This power shit. They don't say that he can't talk in the real world. They say he just it's, doesn't it's, talk very much. It, yeah, he doesn't talk at all. Well, they call him a mute, but it's by choice. It's not because he's lost his vocals. He just chooses oh. not to talk. Yeah, he doesn't talk at all. No, he doesn't talk. He, he doesn't talk very much. He doesn't yeah. talk at all. Yeah. There's a difference between not talking at all so, and doesn't talk much. So Kristen basically basically stole one of his chances of having a power because she does. She has two, doesn't yeah, she? She, has two. she? She, has, she becomes a, a gymnast. Gymnastic. And she can which, pull people which, in again. Has yeah, it, has its, has its benefits. Um, but also as well, she can then pull people in and out of dreams. Yeah, and it's like us too. That's just being greedy. Kincaid is. I always just got a feeling, that, but I always got a feeling that that was like a psychic power. Like that's more than that is more than a dream power. Is that like a psychic power? No, I don't but know. but again, yeah. But they all get. I have to admit, of all of the all of the powers, because this is a dreamland. Yeah. So anything can happen. It, mm. This is where I feel that like. They were clearly prohibited by special effects and budget because they're like, right, well, Kincaid's going to be super strong. Oh, okay, I get that. That actually works for me. Um, Terran's basically going to become a punk rock, a hot, a hot, hot junkie, a hot junkie. Yeah, yeah. and Will the did, wiz- wizard did, 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 becomes the weakest looking <laughs> wizard yeah, ever. Like Gandalf could. It's like, it's Gan- like a Gandalf really would sh- a really shit version of Harry Potter. Yeah, that's what oh, he is. Daniel Radcliffe would kick the shit out yeah, of him. Yeah, absolutely, totally. In it's, the first film as well. Yeah. The first film, Harry Potter, Daniel Radcliffe character would kick the shit out of if him. If I had example. magical powers, yeah, and that was my thing... What would be your dream power? My dream power? Mm. <laughs> Let me put it this way. If I, like, This is what I would take out. Forget the budget and special effects. Mm. If you were going to have a dream power, yeah. right, and because the dreams are based on... Uh, a representation of of themselves, isn't it? Really, sort of yeah. how they feel. So Terran wants to become strong and beautiful in the face of being weak with yeah, drugs. But she and stuff. just looks like a hooker. Yeah, Kincaid wants to be strong because of his anger. You know, it's all fueled by his rage. And Will wants to have his be able to walk and have the magic because mm. he's obviously been bullied and that sort of thing. And Joey wants a voice. And Kristen wants to be a gymnast. Kristen wants to be a gymnast. There's no explanation for that other no, than no, like no, we've, no, got a, just... we've got we've got a uh, we've got this Korean gymnast around. We'll stick him in the film. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Korean <laughs> but the, if it was real like say if it was me I'd be yeah. like what do you want to be I'm going to be Superman and I'm going to have all of his powers so when Freddy turns around I'll burn him I'll beat him I can freeze him in my breath I'll do anything like, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean 
it's a it's a real limiting thing. It's a bit like X Men. Yeah. What do you have? I have one power. <laughs> what's he got? He's got another power. They're yeah. very very different. And what's he got? He's got a very different power as well. <laughs> yeah. This evolution thing didn't really work the way Not we really, thought no, it would. No, no. It just feels a bit like that. That, that, that bit's a bit. See, that's but, why I like we've gone off subject. Right? That's why I like yeah. heroes is because you know they got the the character in heroes goes around and takes everyone else's powers, so he yeah. inherits all the powers. It kind of makes sense. That I tell you what, if that had been a thing, mm. that every, for everyone that Freddy kills, he gets their power. That would have been pretty cool. But they, they do in, in 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 number four in dream in dream. Yes, because dream she, she, she collects fire. them all, doesn't she? She's on fire and says, um, uh, she goes. Uh, uh, whatever her name I've kind of forgotten her name uh, you've got my powers and she gave yes. her her powers yeah. Yeah. and do you know that actress isn't Patricia Arquette in that one no it's played by someone called Tuesday Night yeah amazing yeah. which is a great she, porn she, it's be- a great porn yeah. or, or a Bond girl kind of yeah. name that is and it's Tuesday Night yeah well I'm free <laughs> on Wednesday <laughs> Tuesday galore yeah um, yeah oh, that would have been great actually if Freddie had collected the powers because the one thing I'm also worried like what was Phil's power so Philip who gets killed by the as a puppet, like his powers never. So he's, you know, I'd be interested to know what his power was as oh, well. But they didn't discover the power things until then. Did they? Well, no, they, they all know it. They've all they known all they've know got it, yeah, them, but, but Phil, they don't really they don't show them off. I suppose till later. But they don't know how to harness them. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Because um, that comes through like the the group yeah. therapy. But you get the bit where they've all got their dream powers and they've gone all about and they're they're showing off and you know um, they end up in that hall of mirrors. Yeah, great sequence. It is really good. I yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Freddie sort of says, uh, you know, because he's had to go off and basically beat up John Saxon. Yeah. And he comes back and he says, I'm sorry I had to go. Maybe it'd be better if there's more of me to go around. And all the yeah. mirrors get filled with Freddies and he starts pulling them in and all sorts of Yeah, stuff. great effect. It, I really like it. It's mm. actually a really, like, uh, again, like terrifying scene because you're like, oh, Christ, you, you just can't get away from Freddie. Like, you, yeah, are, yeah. you are on his turf. But then they're beaten by Joey finding his dream power and he shouts and all the mirrors shatter. Freddy goes, oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gee, turn it down, lad. <laughs> and then Nancy comes and goes, yeah, yeah. all right, chill out, chill out. But then Nancy comes and just says, it's over. Yeah. yeah. How? I was I was just saying, because I was like, you are kidding me. It better bloody not be yeah. over. Yeah. No, no, no. I was the opposite. And I remember, because I was even, by the time I'd seen this when mm. I was a kid, I'd seen a couple of other films and I'd, I'd started to pick up the trends. Even then, the moment she says that, I was like, well, you're dead. <laughs> I know you're dead because you've reached that level of sort of like, you're superfluous I'm now. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You've, you've led that safe thing. So then when I, I was, the I was... moment John Saxon's ghost comes down, I knew from the village, I was like, yeah, you're dead. You are so dead. Just like, it's just like one of the moments from the village when, you get, when you're watching the village and you just go, they, they, they're not... In the olden days, yeah, so yeah. it's all now. It is. Yeah, you know, that, that might as well be a Shyamalan why, twist. Yeah, why? Why don't you? Yeah, why can't anyone else see this? Why, no, why yeah. are you gonna go and hug him? None why? of them. But none of them, right? I love the fact that like when she says it's over, they all go, "Yay!" No one says, "How do you know? Yeah, no, are, you sure? are you sure?" Yeah, and then it and, comes down. And mm. big plot hole issue for me. Okay, is that Kristen up to that point, right? Up right up until before that point, she's going, "I sense he's here." I sense he's here. He's close. And then he's he comes close. down. And then and then and then right up until that point when then Heather Langenkamp, Nancy goes, um, he's gone. And Kristen goes, Oh great. Yeah. It's like, I'll take your word, oh, I'll take your word for it. Where's your senses gone? I'll take your word for it. Yeah, it does worry me because the next part is of course John Saxon comes down and uh, turns into Freddy 
Yeah. And uh, there's but there's no messing around at that point. There's no fun. This is what I'm saying. There's no glee at that point. He's just like die. Yeah. And he just guts her. Yeah. And he just goes, you know, sort of, and it's great acting by Heather Langkamp <laughs> in, in that in that section. Because no, seriously, when she, when he's got her in that thing and he's yeah. the thing. She's, he's got her back in her arm. It's a great shot. It's a good shot. And then she can see her screaming as if she's in excruciating pain. And that's the only part of that <laughs> film Well, I actually look at Heather Langenkamp and I love you, Heather Langenkamp. I think you're fantastic. And you are, to me, the original scream queen, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to get into that. Uh, but okay. I agree. She, I, she, you are. You are. And if, you, if you're you lonely at any stage then you can always talk to me I think yeah. I think Jamie Lee Curtis may have something to say about that she said I've seen Jamie Lee Curtis's boobs in trading places Heather Langenkamp but, but I, I, I can't I can't abide the fact that like, Heather Langenkamp's very attractive and yeah. she does the, she does a part in the first she, she's, she's not a good actress though she, she's not she's not no she's, she's not a bit wooden as Jamie Lee Curtis in that regard no but, I mean, but that moment when she gets killed is a great sequence a great yeah. a great thing Yes, it's flawed. You wouldn't go and hug your dead father who's just crossed over and say, "All right, I'm just off then." Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a tragic ending. I might I might have left the cat the cat yeah. out. So if you could let him in but for me, it is it is good in the sense it gives you a tragic. It's it's, it's a double edged double bladed sword, isn't it? It's, you mm. get the tragedy of it, but you they still beat Freddy. Yeah. Um. So, it, let's sum it up then. For your thoughts on on. Freddy, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3, Dream Warriors. Best one in the series. Plain and simple. It, it 100% has every, agree. Ab- yeah, absolutely every element of a good film. You can watch Elm Street 3 and not watch any of the others. And, yes. And, and be entertained. I, I actually would, completely agree. Yeah, There's you, enough in this that you... I, I don't, I'm not saying don't. I think you should go and watch all of the others. Absolutely, yeah. But if you were to watch this as as, as the only one, it's mm. the best representation of the series, and I think there's enough information that you wouldn't be lost. Totally, yeah. You get the backstory yep. from there, and it's a, an all-action film, mm-hmm. whereas the first one does drone on slightly. Yeah, there's some dips in it. Yeah, there are dips in it, but this one is a kind of full-on... It's an action yeah, yeah. It's an action horror film. Yeah. Is what it is, a combination of both. And and yeah, the iconic status of Freddy Krueger was etched in time. And that's it. I mean, film. I think I, I would say I agree. This mm. is the best of the series, and it's 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 a fantastic film, and um, something I go back to a lot. It's, it's always if I was going to put a Freddy film on, it's it's in my rotation. It's, it's three. Sure. Um, it does, however, lead to. Four, five, and six. So you know, uh, was it Dream Master, Dream Child, and Freddy's dead? Yeah. They they gradually get weaker because Freddy goes from being a gleeful killer to more of a a Comic. bit of a yeah. So by the time you get to Freddy's dead, there's some good bits, but there's also it's mm. it's it's so it, well, you got it's that you basically just you know you you this is what this is the zenith of it. You've you've got the it's, cold it's, killer it's the Batman, becoming the Batman culture. It's the Batman films. You go from Keaton's Batman through to Batman Returns the Schumachers which is, which is the dark one yeah. yeah yeah. and then you go into the Batman Batman and Robin yeah you know and you kind of like it, it gets it gets the same feel, you get, I get the same feeling from the Freddy films that I do from that yeah, just, I can see that you know they just, I get that they go, they go that way and yes they're all okay films to watch but they, they you can see the there's dip, a decline the decline yeah that when Freddy's dead comes along you think thank god for that yes yeah. you know yeah, yeah. You, you need to kill him off now okay Unlike we've said, unlike Jason, Mike Myers, and like Chucky, I mean mm. Chucky's quite different. Could you continue? They tried to continue with Freddy, 
They did, yeah, twice. Yeah. Um, new do, Nightmare. Well, New Nightmare, let's, let's, I'm talking like on from Robert England. Oh, could, yeah, could yeah. anybody else be Freddy? And if so, what do they need to do? Could anyone else be Han Solo? Someone is going to be Han Solo. They're going to be a young Han Solo, aren't they? That's what I mean. But do you take it in a different direction, or do you try and keep someone? No, I, I, I would say, I would say, I, I'd say it's, it's done. The story's told. It's done. Move on. It, it, what makes, what makes Freddy isn't just the character; it's the person playing the character, and he is just amazing. Yeah, absolutely amazing, and he makes it totally makes it as far as I'm concerned. So no, I don't think anyone else should play him. I don't think the remake should have ever been done. Because I think the story's already been told. The new film didn't tell us anything else. No, no, it wasn't nothing new. It was nothing just, new. Just make another Freddy film. Okay, out of ten. Um, nine. Well, okay, that's strong. Yeah, well, that's stronger than mine. I was going to go an eight point five. Okay, eight point five. Yeah. Okay, we'll wrap that up there, and we're going to when we come back, we're going to discuss Alien Two. Okay, so we're back, having discussed Freddy, and now we're going to move on to uh, Mike's second choice. That's Texas Chainsaw Massacre, <laughs> and um, what a great film that was. Now right? let's 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 really discuss it. I actually e- wanted to discuss dead? it. Still Evil Dead no, again. No, I, I, I really want to discuss it. There were some bits in this. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to shit all over this completely. I'm okay, really not. cool. So, Alien Two: Sula Terror, 1980. Yeah. Um, also known as um, uh, was it Alien on Earth? Alien, yeah, something like on Earth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, explain. <laughs> well, uh, well, okay. This is a this is a film I watched when I was very very uh, when I was a young pup, and it was on a, a VTC video box. Now VTC was the label of Video Nasties. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you got a VTC video, you knew it was going to be a bloodthirsty film in some mm. way, shape, or form. Because they only did they did stuff like Incredible Melting Man, Superstition. You know, they did all this bloodthirsty stuff. And most of the VTC labels were banned. T- titles that you would know that sit in a certain group of yeah, films. Deadly Spawn, with yeah, the Killer, yeah, killer yeah. Teeth, and stuff like yeah. that. You know, so Vipco type films. Mm-hmm. The this one, I remember the distinctively. The cover was a miner's. It looked like um, he had a miner's hat on. It turned out to be a cave-in hat. Yeah. Um, but it was a severed head. A head that's come off and it was covered in blood. And it was really good effects. Now you mentioned this as the end to the end of the last episode as a bit of a, a selling point. So it was the yeah. gold case. Yeah, gold case. So during my research, this I found not a copy of it, but a photo of that yeah, on yeah. Google. So I was a bit like, wow, yeah. But like you, you said before, that was quite a striking image. If you saw that, you were like, I'm gonna watch that. Yeah, it looks cool. Totally agree. It's yeah, a really yeah. good cover to sell it with. It's a great, it's a great way of selling it. You, know? yeah. you don't care whether the film's any good or not. You just want to see that scene. That's all yeah. you want to see. But yeah, and that, so I watched this years and years ago, and then it disappeared. Mm. You know, I mean, it came off. It was banned. Um, I don't think I don't know if it was banned or deleted. I'm not 100 percent if this film was banned. 
I get the feeling that this was probably banned yeah. in that sort of like wide that, that, yeah but that that wide net of yeah. here's the titles or it contains this so it's going to be I'm on that sure list I'm sure it was on the banned list because there are two colours of the banned list yeah, yeah. you see so I think it was on the second colour of it with incredible, would not surprise with incredible me melting man uh, but the the, the int- but then it disappeared, and I I found it years later, absolutely mm. years later, and it was on a through a through a guy that I knew at a market stall, and he said he could get me a copy, and he got me a copy, and uh, I had it on VHS, and uh, and I had that for a while, and then I lent it to someone, and never got it back, and then I I, I mm. nothing else of it, and I thought nothing else of it, um, and then lo and behold. I read in a Total Film magazine that it's coming out on Blu-ray. So that plume de flume. <laughs> I am so getting that on Blu-ray. So, so who's, who's released it? Was it Arrow or was it 88 um, Film? Or it's, it's one of those smaller specialist companies, isn't it? That they do. Yeah. They do. Uh, uh, the, I'm the, looking to see if it's there down, yeah. down there. At the, the, the two I know are there's Arrow. Yeah. Uh, and uh, 88 Film, uh, the, and I'm sure there's others. But they always yeah. do a really, really good job. They always do a really good clean up, and the packaging's oh, always really, really good. Is amazing in the film. Um, I mean, it's 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 been crisped. Oh, it was fantastic. So well, I can't know, believe how good the footage the... looks. But I think that maybe that takes shame about what they were filming. But yeah, it looks really good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll I'll get onto that a little bit later about you know whether that takes away from the film because I think the grittiness of the film sometimes adds to its its atmosphere. But the the thing is, is that I watched this film many many years ago. And when I watched it, I remember that I thought it was pretty cool. But the things you remember that are pretty cool when you're like, oh, I don't know, when you're about eight, nine, mm. something like that. When you reach my age, you know, 18, you, you realise that the things that you thought were cool 30-odd years ago really don't have the same impact impact as they, as they do now. When you've got other films... That have come out since that yeah. you've seen. I think the thing is, though, some of it it comes with um, baggage. Yeah. In that, it's not just the film. Mm. If you know it's a video nasty, you're like, well, I'm watching something that I shouldn't be watching. Yeah, totally. Which makes it ten times cooler than actually what it is. Yeah. And I think so. When you you know that's it's that it is it's that cachet of watching something forbidden. Yeah, totally. And I, I was so into the video mm. nasties. You know, I my my. I was in a position in my life where I could get away with watching these because because yeah. I was my own boss, even at the age of seven, eight years old. You know, I which was able a, to, which is a whole different show, a whole different show altogether, um, and one that people wouldn't want to listen to anyway. But still, I mean, the so so I was in a position to watch th- things like this and Evil Dead and Texas Chainsaw and Exorcist and The Burning and you know and all these. Fantastic video nasties, mm. but it, it's this one stayed out in my mind. This is the one. This was the holy grail, as far as I was concerned, mm. to be part of my collection. So when it came out on Blu-ray, I, I, I said, "I said I was going to get it. Definitely going to get it. No matter what, I'm going to get it." And I looked online, and it was very expensive. And I went down to HMV, and they had it there for nine pound ninety-nine. Mm. I thought, you know what? I don't all I don't I never pay full price for a Blu-ray. I wait until it comes into CEX or something. Yeah, like yeah. I thought, you know what? Stuff it. I'm going to get this because I because it's one I've been out for for years and years and years. Yeah. And I got it, and then um, I thought I'm not going to watch this because we decided that we were going to do these podcasts. Yeah. And I said I'm going to watch it, and I said to Ruth, I said I'm going to watch it as part of uh, Scott's pod- podcast. And 
when I watched it, the realization came back that, wow, <laughs> yeah, it. There's a film that's out there somewhere called How Red Was My Valley, <laughs> and and I gotta say that even though the fantastically talented actor that's wearing the leather jacket and the white socks is a brilliant actor, director, and cameraman. I actually think that it's a better film (laughs) (laughs) than um, Alien 2. Not that I'm just an Alien 2, but looking back at it, hindsight's a bloody great thing. Yeah, it it really is. And I think I've got... You know, there there are films that I personally will... I like and I go back to watch it, but I I won't admit to those sorts of things. Like Poltergeist? No. But, uh, I mean, you know, you have a history with this film. and It's a yeah. part of, like, you know, your uh, film history, your legacy. Do you, remember, I, do, I, do you remember when we watched that? I kept apologising to you. Yes, all the time. I was yeah. like, I'm so sorry about well, this. No, we'll so never I watch this to, again. I, the only thing I did, I went on to the, online, I watched the trailer. Yeah. And I did a little bit of research and I read upon it. And this other stuff. Which shows you every single special effect in the trailer. The, that's what I was to say. The trailer is about three and a half minutes long. Yeah. But it's basically a montage of all the good bits. Yeah, that's so it, it literally is sort of like at the end of it, they, they've basically gone. The voiceover might say, "You've now watched the film. Yeah, don't bother." <laughs> <laughs> um, it, even show, it shows you the hairy child as well. It does. Yeah. Now, yeah, we'll get on to the hairy, the hairy child. child. So what we should say is that let's give a bit of context. I mean, I, I, say, I have no uh, background with this film, no legacy. Nope. I came into it cold, didn't know what to expect, but I did know that it was an Italian film. Yeah. Italian film, film in America. Um, Same stable as Demons. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It comes from that sort of like Demons, Zombie 2. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Holocaust. Cannibal Holocaust. I don't know a great deal about them. I have to admit, it's not an area I know. I've seen Demons. Yeah. I've seen Zombie 2. I know there are more. There's a film called Beyond. I keep oh, hearing yeah, it. Yeah, I've got Yeah, which is meant to be, Beyond is great. Um, it's meant to be really good. I know people, is it Mario Brava and yeah, yeah. Fulci? And I, I know these, all these, I know these names. Don't know a great deal about it. Mm. So coming to this, I was actually a bit like, oh, this is an Italian... This is one of those 70s, 80s Italian horror films I've heard so much about. I'm quite looking forward to this. I'm not expecting great special effects because it's not about that. I'm not expecting great story. It's not about that. But I'm expecting something interesting. Yeah, it's, it's no Dario Argento. No, 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 it, no, but exactly. But Italian horror has a, a certain um, style. It does. Yeah. Um, this 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 didn't, but it's only yeah. horror generally well, does. Let's give it because I I can assume that anyone who ever listens to this of the four films we've done, they'll have seen or I expect them to have seen the, the at other least, three. At least, at least two of the yeah. two of the other three. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. I expect that no one has seen this. No. So I'm going to give an overview of the plot. I got one. For, I got a Just, copy for sale. If yeah. you, want, you know. Um, I'm going to give a quick overview of the plot as I took it. <laughs> <laughs> to see that if I understood it because yeah, okay. you know I consider myself to be well, you know, smart hey. enough to understand most films this I still had to go back and question whether I fully understood the plot well we could make up the plot it which is really true make that's a really no good point no one is going to watch this no. film ever uh, but alright let me say it opens with stock footage of a a, 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 like a shuttle pod landing yes. astronauts coming back onto, back to earth Apollo 11 I think yeah it's clearly stock footage because the quality of the film changes oh, and so much. stock footage. And they do, oh, actually, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's this. It, it, it's quite clear that these astronauts coming back to Earth is, a, is an important big deal. Yeah. It's a it's a big event. This is a plot line, folks. This yeah. is a plot line. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. We then cut to a, um, like a chat show kind of 
TV studio, mm-hmm. and some blonde woman who apparently goes on to appear in Crawl. Yeah. So she has a future career. Yeah. Not sure why. Oh, Crawl's Crawl's a good. Film. Crawl's not a bad film. Yeah. yeah. Bad film but she basically appears on this with seventies Italian Brian Cox, and um, is then basically they have a conversation about caves. Yeah. Which has nothing to do with the astronauts. And I, I, I didn't know. Well, and she has not, no... not yet. Well, no, it doesn't yet. Mm. Well, no, but I still don't understand why the two news stories are connected on this chat show. But anyway, she then basically phases out for a second or two. Yeah, because she has this... A psychic vision. Yeah. But when, when, when she's picked up and she's like, I'm feeling better, I'm feeling better, badly dubbed, and her boyfriend who looks a bit like Ryan what's badly it? dubbed but she's, she's speaking in English she is the only one speaking in English on set as well yeah, and they still yet the dub, dub is still, still bad yeah. yeah it's weird um, and then her boyfriend comes who looks like a BG. yes he does yeah. like, incredibly like Brian a BG. Gibb. the bionic BG. Um we'll get on to why he's bionic in a bit <laughs> one of the Gibb brothers yeah um, he basically says oh this happens a lot she's having a psychic flash and nobody says that's weird. They just go, oh, okay, would you like to try again? And they just sort of carry on. Nobody seems to care. No, nobody so, goes, oh, it's one of them. And they go, no, no, she's fine. We'll, we'll just put the stock for she's the astronauts back on because the audience won't notice. Then they go off to meet... That's right. They won't notice between colour and black. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they, they, know. they then go off to meet their friends uh, at a bowling alley. Not sure why. That's that's managed by... Well, no, no. They, they, they go back to meet the friends at the bowling alley because... They return to that scene later on. It is, it is okay. It's, it's a it's, foreshadowing it's, to sort of show well, how no. busy, how no, busy no, no, the environment no. is. It's not a foreshadowing, not at all. Okay. It is simply because if they're they, going to return, they're going to return. So that means they can film two scenes in, in one location <laughs> with the lowest budget true. they possibly can. That's a very, very good point. Because this film is lacking in set. But the, the scenery that they has yeah. is phenomenal. You know, when they get into the cave systems. Well, but you, that's why they. That's why. Yeah. They, that's why they. There's it, no. There is no connection to the storyline about this pissing bowling. No, no, at all. no. I do enjoy the uh, the black uh, guy behind yeah, the, 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 the badly the, dubbed the badly racist, dubbed, the stereotype. The, the, the sort of yeah, man. Sort of like the whole. Yeah. All of that is awful. Your job, ass man. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. basically he he was uh, he was fired from Shaft. And yeah. this is where he ended up. And his his body movements are so over the top and exaggerated. He is typical, mm. typical honky, oh, it's, honky it, kind of. It's awful. Black, it's so embarrassing. Black man, you know, yeah. sort of like he would not terrible. get in. He would not get into Harlem. No, um, not at all. So they leave the porn alley, and then they. It suggested. It's no. It's suggested they are going caving. They're going to go to this cave. It's been sort of like dropped. They're all. They're all friends. And they're all going. Yeah, caving. there's a cave pattern going it, on. Yeah, like, it keeps getting mentioned. I was a little lost at this point, though, because at no point have they explained why they're going caving. Is it fun? Is it just they just do it uh, as as a you know a bit like the descent? Do they just go for fun, or is it yeah. that she's an academic that's doing this for a purpose? Because at some point later on, they actually go, "Well, we didn't get this far in the last mission. What mission?" Yeah. <laughs> so it's, I'm, I'm I'm a little confused as to the, the purpose. Anyway, they get to a shop. Well, I mean, come on, I. I... You're talking to me. Yeah. 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 So, so I don't think you have, need any excuse to go into an old abandoned mine or... or fair point. You know, That's very good. fair enough. But I think, you know, it's... it's 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 Maybe it's just a hobby. Yeah. But I don't I, think that, that needed explaining so no, much. No, all right. I, I would have liked a bit more context. But yeah. before they get there, they mm. go to two locations, which I'm, I'm you know... Uh, again, this was clearly 
in fact, I've just remembered something because it's been a couple since I've watched it. So they leave there. They go to the beach and they see they go to a boat. She goes to the shoreline to yeah. go to to see a guy, and he rows out. We get three minutes of the guy coming off the boat in a rowboat to come to the beach, and then he has a chat with her about these psychic things, and says, "Oh, it's you struggling with your inner demons. You're struggling with your yeah, we and don't, he, we and don't he, know who he is. It's never explained who he is, no. what relationship he no. has to her, and he's and never he, seen again. And he's never seen again. <laughs> It, and he doesn't just even, some random boat. Yeah. Excuse me, you've got a ship. Do you mind just rowing across here yeah. and just talking to some ship? Because we're going to dub it anyway. Yeah, so. just say whatever you want. Yeah. Um, it's bizarre. Like, at no point do we sort of do they say, I've been working with you for several months now around these psychic flashes. It's just, you're, you're dealing with your inner demons. It'll come to fruition. But surely, if you're going to meet someone, why would you meet them on the sand? I'll meet you on the sand. Why don't you just go, I'm going to go yeah. down, I'm going to go down, I'll meet you at McDonald's or something, you know. I'll meet, I'll meet you at... Yeah, at the bar. At, or, at the bar. Yeah, you know. or at the beach, where they go next. Yeah. So well, that, Why did you just come aboard my yeah. ship, you know? It's, like, it's very bizarre. It seems to be just taking... It's almost like they've... There are, there are shots in this film hmm. where they've clearly gone, right, we've got to reach a certain minute marker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to put this shot in. In order to meet the funding, we have to have yeah. 90 minutes, you know. Yeah. It's like, mm. So they then go to the beach and... The woman just glares at the, the water, saying that she feels there's something wrong, and we are now introduced. Yeah, to this what's concept. wrong is he had to row across. There yeah, to tell you this some guy's nonsense. this guy's really annoyed. It's like, yeah. oh, waste my time. Um, but we now hear about these blue rocks. We now hear it on the radio in the car. Or so, yeah, we do hear it on the radio yeah. in the car. We've heard now about these blue rocks, mm-hmm. and we see this woman and the model. The, the, yeah, who basically well, basically is just laying there. On the beach, waiting to be position, photographed, waiting to be photographed, or even, yeah, yeah. even more taken, taken, yes. But she's she and and she's just like there's not a hair out of place. She looks amazing. She looks quite hot, mm-hmm. you know. And you're thinking, right? <laughs> and she has a child who is the hairiest <laughs> child. Well, that was I wasn't sure about that. So when the when the scene starts, I was sort of like, is that supposed to be? It's not until the child goes missing that the woman pays any attention and starts saying, Lucy, Lucy, and starts looking for her. Yeah. The child's gone off, found one of these blue rocks, right? Yeah. Now, we get a shot of a, a silhouette, all right? So we get, the, we get the rock in the foreground, this pulsating yep. rock in the foreground, and a silhouette of a child by the sea, and the, the child walks towards you, all right? Now, that silhouette gets closer, and this this is clearly the Lucy. And it's on the trailer, folks. This it's is on, on the trailer. trailer. Yeah, Watch so. it. Please, please, please find this. Yeah. Um, the child walks towards the screen. Yeah. Into the foreground. And this thing that you assumed was Lucy is clearly a Jeff. Because <laughs> it's clearly a little boy <laughs> in, a cheap, in, a, yeah, in a cheap wig... Yeah. And with the hairiest arms yeah, any child should have. Because it's silhouetted and you can see the hair. Yeah. It's, it's, like... it's like Robin Williams is in a, in a wig. <laughs> it's awful. It's bizarre. And then we find out... She's, she's like a dachshund. Yeah. It then goes back to the, to the friends. They bugger off. We then go back to the beach and the woman finds Lucy. And this thing has eaten the child's face. Yeah, the child's still alive. Yeah. Because she turns around and just goes, oh, hello. Yeah. yeah. But it's eating her face. I didn't quite get that. It's quite a good shot, though. It's a good... Oh, God, oh my God. You, know, you get that something's gone wrong, mm. but uh, it's, it's, it's actually quite a good little effect. Yeah. Then they go and get ready to go caving. But there's nothing there except for this rock. Yeah, this blue rock on the floor. Yeah. So, like, mm. 
Yeah, you never see the actual alien at this point, no. or, or at any point, to be fair. No. But um, they then go caving. Now, this is where I will give this film its due. This film was was uh, was filmed guerrilla style. They never had any permits for any of the things they filmed. Mm. Um, they had to find their own locations, and so they they go out into the desert and they find these caves, and these caves are really impressive. Just before you go on to that, where is the, at what point do they sleep in the tent? That's in the cave. Oh, that's in the cave. Okay, that's yeah, yeah. in the cave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which again, when you think about it, what's the point of a tent in a cave? No, you, you, you. It'd you be would. cold, maybe. Yeah, yeah, you would, but yeah. they're going and these caves are really impressive. Like, amazing. They are found. They, you and, kind of want to go there. You. Kind oh of no, I would. Go, it, you know, it's an totally amazing. Good. I'd love to know where this is. An amazing location, and this is where the cleaned-up footage looks yeah. awesome. It yeah. does look amazing. Um, so they've done this and they do just traipse around this cave for a good 10-15 minutes of like ooh ah stalagmite ooh ah stalactite mm. so on and so forth really that's it <laughs> at that point and then they all go to bed and then they go to bed and you get gratuitous boob shot the, the, the most triangular boobs I've ever seen in my entire life I mean they look like they've been put in a pencil sharpener yeah they're 80s boobs are they just they're, they're 80s boobs it was it was just wow. I'm I'm serious. You yeah. go to any any. I tell you what. You watch any Ed, Eddie Murphy film mm. from sort of like you know in the early eighties. So forty eight hours, the first Beverly Hills Cop, Golden Child, Golden Child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are boobs in those films, and they're all the same pair of boobs. They're these weird pointy eighties boobs. Don't you? Right. It happens. It wasn't until it wasn't until sort of like the middle late eighties when round boobs became a thing. And right. I'm not sure what happened. If someone God bless on, the 90s, that's yeah, what I say. Yeah, Pam Ranson, I swear, it was that sort of thing of like, Pam Ranson is a product of this round boob revolution. Yeah. <laughs> so she is the, the boob queen. She was. Oh my, well, yeah. yeah boob is, empress, I'm telling you. Um, mm. So they're in the cave. Actually, I'm going to take a step back because when they get stopped to get changed to go caving, one of the other ones finds one of these oh, blue rocks. Oh, they're outside the barn. And that's the, that's the key thing Oh, look for at this. this blue rock. It's really strange. Let's put it in my backpack then. That's fine. Now, that, now this is one of the things I've, I've, I wanted to raise as a note. Okay. That rock, when they put it because they'd say it is a rock. Yeah. Okay, they, they make it pretty clear it's a rock. It's pretty big. It's bigger than a house brick. And we're talking... And it must weigh, yeah, it must weigh a few, few, yeah. few pounds. There. But they, at this point, they are in a car. Give it to the girl. Yeah, gives, firstly he gives it to the girl and he puts it in her rucksack and then he makes her walk with it into and the it's cave. Not, it's not even firm in her rucksack, it's sticking out the top. Yeah. He doesn't even bother to put it all but the way so, in. If it was me, and again, I'm, I'm, you know, at what point do you go, well, I'm going to go caving, so we're going to go for a few days, I'm going to carry this pointless rock around. I'll just leave it in the no, boot. You don't, you, don't, leave it, you don't bother. Leave it in the boot. You just say, you know, yeah. I'm just going to put it at the entrance Yeah. and I'll pick it up on the way out. Yeah. And that's what I do with mine. So yeah. When I, when I'm, when I, borrow stuff yeah. from mines you know you put it at the yeah of course I completely get that so now what's the caving an accident happens where the blue rock pulsates and erupts and attacks one of them that's right yeah, it yeah. turns out that this is the alien that you know it's, the, it's the, not a rock it's an egg it's an egg basically yeah the, this is the thing I think that the woman has been getting the psychic flashes about well let's we we, we don't know that. <laughs> but let's but, just pretend that but let's that's just, the yeah, case. But let's just point this out. We are now 40 minutes... And nothing's happened. ...into into an 87-minute film. Talk about elong- elongated shots, though. Yeah. When they descend into the lower levels. I was just going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> 
there's something that looks like a Queen music video <laughs> where they they abseil down. Yeah, and they're, and they're they, just spinning round. Uh, you on rope three? If you could just spin round with your lights going down, that would look really cool. Yeah. Now I will say, yeah, it is. It's all about style. That shot, but not it, much style, but style. But it's stylistic for. 10 seconds it is oh no no but then three minutes later when you're watching the same shot you just go checking your watch my god yeah I, I will say though having gone back and, and watched little bits of this on YouTube and so where I was able to find it mm. I'm going to say the music throughout isn't great yeah but the music in some of the scenes actually is again quite stylish yeah, and a little bit different music uh, they 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 oh gosh I've forgotten uh, Eli Roth says in the making of he says who it's by and it's by two very well known two two brothers or two, yeah, two friends brothers, yeah. yeah and they, he says it's a great track it's a great soundtrack they're interest it's interesting there mm. are points of it there are points in the film where I probably struggle to call it music and it's more like a, a mood yeah like an tone, tone yeah, yeah rather than like music that, yeah. but um it's it's quite good but this this is it then. this is when the deaths start excuse me this is when the deaths start yeah, they start racking up from here, don't they? Pretty quick, because mm. basically we've got three minutes left. But <laughs> but they do, and yeah. all of a sudden you get two, in quite quick succession, two very good, I think, for what the, the budget they've got, pretty good special effect, like gory special effect kind of shots. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you can you can describe them first, but the first one being the woman lying down. Oh yeah, when the 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 exploding face, yeah. um, you can see this on the trailer because yeah. it's featured. Yeah, that's a quite an interesting one because she she is this the one where, if I remember correctly, she's actually attacked by a vagina. You don't see that. She she's the one that's been attacked, and the the, the your sidekick crawl woman says it ate her face. But then when they find her, her face has grown back. Oh yeah, the vagina comes in later on. That's right. It? That's right. Yeah, and then the man. He gets attacked and he runs backwards, trips over the rope, dangles upside down, and for some inexplicable reason, um, his his head comes off. Yeah, it just slowly though, it, and it, it's brilliant effect. It is. It, it looks really, really good. Really I mean, good it's, effect. it's clearly like the weight of the head is ripping the latex and stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I assumed it was the the, the alien eating him from the inside. But, yeah, something like that. It's never really explained. It's just no, he falls it's, it's, down, it's he screams, and his head comes off. Yeah, even in blue, even on the Blu-ray, it's not no. clear what exactly. It looks good though, um, and that runs to the that that becomes the shot that you talked about before, the decapitation. That becomes yeah. the head on the floor. That's it's, great, it's, 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 and it's great because you can you can actually if you look close on the Blu-ray, you can actually see the way they've composed that shot where they've buried this man in the ground, yeah. had his head sticking up at an angle. And you can actually see the rocks going up and down like this, where he's breathing underneath them. Well, at one point, a little dust cloud appears where he's clearly going, and breathed yeah, out. And breathed out. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they then they scatter. And then it's a, t- a typical sort of like horror scenario where they, becomes, they don't all go together. They all go in different directions. Yeah, and, it, be- it becomes the horror chaos then, doesn't it? Yeah. But this leads to... And this is where I got completely lost. Her psychic ability has not been mentioned at all, other than the, the, the thingy. But then it comes back where she can track it, I think. I think that's the oh, point. Because some of the guy runs off and she's I like, Dave. I so tried to Dave. forget this film. <laughs> she's like, Dave, it's above you. 
And then he looks up and it is above him and it attacks him. And it attacks him. him, yeah. And then when he comes back, she has a staring match with the Dave thing and his head explodes. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah Is yeah. that her psychic powers doing that? I don't know, maybe she watched Scanners or something like that, you know. It's it's kind of like, it's weird. It, there's, it kind of like, at this stage, I think the writers just go, you know what, let's just do any old shit. Yeah. Because uh, no one at this stage is going to care. No one's going to see this, and no, no one cares. But I would say that... It, it, there is no plot line from here on in. No. It's kind of like, <laughs> the, the, there's, there's, there was very little of a plot line yeah. beforehand. But this is where we get the bionic BG. So the boyfriend, who looks incredibly like a BG, just before the head explosion, falls over. Doesn't fall over, actually, sorry. He trips. The equivalent to trip of, like, you know when you stub your toe on the paving slab? <laughs> and you stumble. It's, it's, it's simple as yeah, that. And, then the, and yeah. then the other guy says, oh, it's broken, that is. Yeah, he goes, oh, I think I've, I've broken my leg. I've broken my leg. And his friend yeah. goes, yeah, you have. <laughs> and then when the head explodes, and they go, we've got to get out. He literally jumps up yeah, and, and runs, runs out. And the, yep. in order, I don't know whether they've done it for stylistic reasons or... But he runs with a limb, it, in all fairness. He does. No, only when he leaves. Because they have a slow motion scene of them running out of the cave. Yes, yes, they do. And I almost right, wanted yeah. that $6 million man... Yeah, because yeah. he is like the bionic BG. Um, yeah, and that's that's there is an end, and we will get to the ending in a minute. But that's it. The cave sequence. Yeah, they're all dead except for these two. Is is that's that that's the and look, there's a car. Yeah, well, that's the meat of the film, isn't it? Though. Yeah, yeah, it's. I think they run out with. We can only shoot so much shit inside this cave. They try their best to fill that yeah that section with as much of that cave as possible. We need to get out now. Yeah, you know, and that's that. I think that's where they are now. They're like, we need to get out. We need to change the scene now. Yeah, it yeah. needs to be our finale. So, which is coincident because they're in the middle of nowhere and they go up and they find a car. Is it not their car? No, they came in a different car. Okay, I was again. I wasn't clear on that either. Well, they came in like a station wagony type thing. They came in a, in a bit of car where everyone fitted in. This was like a Trans Am type yeah, thing. Yeah, that's it. I thought it was a different car, but I'd been so impressed by uh, the lack of anything happening mm. that I'd completely forgotten. <laughs> yeah, it was a different car. Okay, did so they steal a car? Well, yeah, basically steal a car. Right. It's there. No one's about. So. Fair enough. I would have done the Which same. Which sets up the, the precedence for yeah, what's, yeah, yeah. what's to come. Yeah, that, you know, it that does. People that, are gone. that sort of makes sense for what happens. Yeah. Because they then come across a, an abandoned police car. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And then they drive into... But they don't take the police car. Which I would have done. I would have changed to the police car. Yeah, totally. Um, but then again, if they don't know what's happening, if you took a police car... You, you get the police trouble. after, yeah. I suppose. Um, so they then go into the city and go back to the bowling alley. But they don't go in there and try the radio. <laughs> no. You know, um, all my friends have been killed inside this cave. Could you come and help us, please? No. By an alien. By an alien, yeah. By a um, come out of a stone. Yeah, this is where, like you say, they drive into... And well, I, I, what, are you, what are you... What are you doing now? <laughs> yeah. How do you feel? How do you feel about your friends dying? Tragedy! <laughs> it, yeah. It's this, this is where it starts to go a little bit, like... It's already gone off the rails, and I'm I'm pretty much going with it at this point. But then they drive back into the city. 
Yeah. Now, I know we haven't been given, like you said, we haven't been given alternate locations. No, but everything is barren. No Everything's barren. It's completely empty, yeah. apart from a single white panel van, which is clearly sat at traffic <laughs> lights <laughs> and drives off. And drives off in the shot. <laughs> so, so, so everything else, they've spent so much time getting there so early in the morning to film this. And they've done a great scene. job. Oh, I, again, job. I, I will commend them for the effort yeah, they put into totally, that. Totally. So good. And then the, what spoils is they pull up and the white van that's left, that's, on, that's clearly at the red light just pulls off just drives off, drives like, off. not worried with another car there's yeah. another car there yes, right, yeah. there's, there's two, two cars, cars. So they're, but they're they go back to, but yeah but let's, but, let, but let's see. so this has happened yep. they've seen some horrific things in the caves yep. they've driven back into the city yep. and, and they go back to, to the, the bowling, bowling alley, alley. <laughs> For, I don't know what purpose yeah like, I, who who is there that's going to help them well, what about the police station would have been a more yeah, sensible more option. Sensible. But yeah. he's got a broken leg. Surely the hospital would be your first destination. <laughs> hospital would be. Yeah. yeah, that'd be a good port of call. So they go to the. They basically want to go see the jive turkey behind the, the behind the bar. At, yeah, yeah. At the bar. No one is there. It's empty, deserted. The town, the city is empty. Yeah. Um, and they go in the bowling alley is empty. Now, they separate. Mm. They go different ways again. Horror cliche. Never do that. You'll stick together. And again, this is clear. We're trying to fill time now because we get, I would say, gratuitous shots of bowling pins yeah. <laughs> being arranged. The machinery in the background fixing the bowling pins, and doing the bowling pins. And she goes board. up dark, a dark corridor, can't turn well, the lights, look, up staircase. This is something I wanted to ask you because mm. it wasn't again until I was writing the notes up for this that... She does. She runs off. They go separate. They go separate. They separate for whatever purpose. And she runs off runs up a flight of stairs and screams. But you never see what she screams at. She just runs back again. Is that... Maybe it's the black guy. Well, if it is, yeah. where's her BG boyfriend gone? I've, I assumed it was she caught up with him and she saw he know. was killed. Because because she she went upstairs and screamed or whatever it was. Yeah, it yeah. Could be, could be anything. Could be any, any Scottish. Yeah, yeah. And then he comes back downstairs... Okay, you can't edit that out, can you? No. Um, comes back downstairs, and then the the boyfriend hasn't come to her scream because now her boyfriend is kind of he's all screwed up, isn't he? So is that the thing? So because we then get the point of view, we get a point of view from the alien, <laughs> which is basically like vagina, a birth canal. Yeah, you, you basically got a birth canal. From the birth canal. <laughs> it's, it's like a birth canal that's chasing it. Yeah. <laughs> Is that supposed to be the boyfriend that's been taken over? I don't know. I mean, it's, I'm curious. Yeah, I think because you, you never, you never see. Because there's lots of them now, isn't there? Yes, there's, there's that one there, and then she runs around. And, and there's, there's another that one. one there, and there's all vagina cam. It's all vagina cam. Yeah. Um, and then she basically runs. You really out. must look at the trailer. I think Seriously, vagina what? Cra- cla- um, vagina clam. <laughs> that's a that's a, just a woman I used to know. Now vagina <laughs> vagina cam. cam is just. And he's also in the trailer. Magnificent, yeah. It's in, in fact, the trailer. Don't go to YouTube, go to IMDB. The whole trailer is on IMDB. Oh, there we go. Um But yeah, she runs out into the street then. Yeah. And the, oh, again, this is where I really commend them for the effort they put into this. Yeah. She runs through downtown apparently it is Los Angeles. It's, it's the it's the it's the it financial LA, district yeah. of Los Angeles. Okay. Runs down uh downtown Los Angeles, early hours of the morning, no one is around. Like it is like deserted. Yeah, it's great it's great filming. And it shows you like what, but this, this unfortunately, this leads to um, you know a bit of a problem for me mm. because we've sat and watched this 
disappointing story when clearly the more interesting stories have happened outside the cave. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm thinking, I wish we'd stayed in the city because that would have been... Yeah. I'm not, in fact, Maybe I'm, that's a sequel. Maybe well, that was a plan. Do you know what yeah. I was thinking? Right? Yeah. There's a film called Night of the Comet. Yes, I know Night of the Comet. Right, Night of the Comet. Yeah. My, I almost want to... Th- in my head, right, Alien 2 is the cave. The underground. And then Night, Night of the, the Comet Comets. is what's happened elsewhere. <laughs> that's quite possible. Yeah. Where are the pits? Yeah. That's how I see it now. Yeah, they yeah. are in the same universe for me. Yeah. They're um, both Italian as well, aren't they? No, 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 no. Uh, um, uh, Night of the Comet is, is American. It's American. Uh, low budget. Uh, but, uh, mm. yeah. I, and I would recommend that as well. It's a good film. Yeah, it's a good film. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't recommend Alien 2. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but, yeah, it ends on a really, like, tragic note. She becomes the Omega Man or the Omega Woman. She is the last woman on Earth. Yeah. Cause, or that's what you assume. Um but there's, there's so many gaps in this film. Oh yeah, totally. If if this film was available to watch, like get on, on Netflix, on or Netflix or yeah. Prime or or Hulu or any of those. I mean, there's a there's a horror thing called Shutter. I haven't tried it yet. Streaming oh, okay. service. I don't know that. No. Um, that uh, if it was on one of those, mm. get a couple of friends together and do a drinking game. <laughs> This film would be really good if you're drunk. As a get scum. get get drunk and watch this because yeah. to be fair, it's about eighty-seven minutes long. It's not ninety minutes long. It's not long, and just laugh. They play it. a drinking game. You yeah. play a drinking game with this film, right? We and we should maybe do this sometime. Is have a drinking game where, as if it's an elongated shot, you have to drink for the duration. <laughs> <of> the Jesus, <laughs> you would be an no. I'm not. I, I can't endorse this <laughs> simply because people would die of alcohol poisoning yeah. within the first thirty-five minutes. I'm going to clarify. There is a shot in this um, after the uh, ch- uh, chat show scene where you watch the car travel a road for it must be four minutes. There's a lot of elongated. It comes, shots. it comes from the distance and drives past. It adds nothing to the yeah, story. I remember, yeah, because you get. Yeah, I remember the shot, and you they, they're because they're on the way to the caves, aren't they? And they they find the barn and they find the yeah, 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 and it's a shot, and the shot is just the road, and it's the road, <laughs> and it's still the road, and then oh, what's that in the distance? It's still the road, but there's something, uh, and the car goes past. Yeah. And we move on to the next shot. No, 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 we don't. And there's the road. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what, 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 what? Okay. I would love, I would love to do, you could do an edited, like, I want to see an, a fan edit of this film. I could do a fan edit. That, that, that would take this film down to, like, the bare, bare. cut out the stuff with the, the guy in the boat, don't, doesn't need to happen. Yeah, cut yeah. out some of the elongated shots, doesn't need to happen. Cut out, unfortunately, I would say, Tragically, cut out some of the cave bits. Dude, dude, dude! But, there is a cut-down version. It's called the trailer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's exactly it. Actually, very good point. Watch the four-minute version that's on IMDb and YouTube. You get the story. And, and, yeah, no, there's more of a story in that than there yeah. is in the film. Yeah. So, okay, let's wrap up then. Let's we talk okay. about. We've given Alien Two more. We've given Alien Two more time on this show than I think anyone has ever given. <laughs> yeah. Other than Eli Roth has given this film. So you you made a film called Alien Two. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what it's yeah. like. Let's so let's just sum up then. Final thoughts about Alien Two. I want to apologise publicly <laughs> on air. Um, 
I, you know, it, it, it is, it's a, it's a film of its time. And, uh, you know, 1980, I think it was, was, was it? 1980? Yes, 1980. Well, you know, in 1980, if you watch a film like that, you would be suitably okay with it. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know. It would be disappointing, but those are the. Yeah, it was gory and it was pretty. Yeah, cool. you know, at that stage in 1980, it's a gory film. Yeah. So watching it back in then, in, in uh, watching watching it as a child, you know, I thought it was a great film, quite good fun. Watching it as an adult, I think I would rather extract my teeth. <laughs> um, I I found it very long. I was waiting for the film to be over. And in my mind, I was thinking, this is not as good as I remember. So, unfortunately, I'll have to say, it's probably a film I will never watch again. So, um, if you want to make contact with Mike uh, through me, go to at 20th Century, uh, at 20th Century Geek uh, on Twitter. He has got a copy for sale. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's going for a song, if I'm That's perfectly honest. Right, right. I'll pay you. Uh, final, My final thoughts, then. Um, it's bad. It's really bad. Yeah. Um, does the, that make it good? It, that's what I say. But is it so bad that it's good? Part it made me laugh. Yeah, it's like it's like There's, what Alex was saying about your love making. <laughs> you know, it's bad. Comical. But, yeah, comical, yeah. Comical. And gory. Yeah. And, <laughs> but but I, I said to her, I said, look, love, I've, I've got to leave now because uh, <laughs> yeah, you'll be home in a minute. But yeah, is it too? Is it so bad that it's actually? Was it entertaining? It is, and I would say, I would say, get a bunch of beers in or and a load of shots. Do the drinking game. Do it. Do this whilst getting drunk, and it is. It, it can actually be a lot of fun. Yeah. Don't pay for it, but if you can yeah. get it on like illegally coding, down, illegally download yeah. is what he's saying, folks. All no, right. no one who borrow ma- it off some <laughs> mug that's paid ten bloody pounds for it. Yeah. yeah. No one who made who contributed to this film deserves money. That's that's but, more than the budget. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Out of ten? Um three. Yeah. I, I'm I'm gonna I you, I'm gonna give it two ratings. So okay. a sober rating of three? Yeah. Drunk rating. Drunk rating probably a five. five. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Okay. So that's been our Halloween. Um Wow you reviews. Gonna, you're gonna do this in two parts. Maybe. Yeah. Uh Halloween reviews. So I think um Please go back and, and watch and listen to the first episode. Uh, we discussed Poltergeist and Evil Dead. Yeah. Um, and uh, if you want to make contact with us, um, as before, at 20th Century Geek uh, on Twitter, uh, at 20th, or 20th Century Geek uh, at gmail.com, and also on fa- uh, Facebook, uh, 20th Century Geek. So uh, thank you, Mike. No worries. Uh, we're going to move on and do uh, part three. Um, awesome. Which is our Halloween... Top fives, yeah. So, thank you very much, guys.